Well, happy Valentine's Day, Wednesday morning. Valentine's Day is here, and for many people, it's just another day. For others, though, it is a day to show your loved one how much you care. Gifts are bought, reservations are made for supper, romantic gestures are done. Somebody dropped off chocolate hearts here at the radio station. It's a nice gift. Compliments of Rolko Radio. It's my first Valentine. Rolko, I like it. We're going to open up the phones for you because we want to hear engagement stories. So we thought, let's set aside a little bit of time on Valentine's Day uh, before the end of the show for people to call in and, and tell us their stories because there are some great engagement stories. And married couples, everyone has them. Some are a little more lackluster than others. We were talking about them yesterday as we were planning for the show today. And, boy, I'll tell you, some people had some great stories. Others, it was like, okay, fair enough. You basically were sitting there watching reruns on TV, and you brought out the ring box and asked the question. Well, the phone lines are open for you, one 877 we're looking for proposal or engagement stories. I would love to hear from you. We threw this on Facebook last night. We had we had some good uptake on that. People were uh, posting their stories on Facebook and letting us know, you know, how how it went. Judy, for example, posted after 13 years together, Ken proposed 2021 at Pearl Harbor on a ship underneath the 16-inch guns, says Ken. On the battleship USS Missouri, I had absolutely no idea he had brought and bought a ring to Hawaii. He seemed to be in a hurry to get out on the deck before the tour crowd arrived, and I soon learned why. I love my guy. I love that he went to that much work to make our day and our proposal so memorable. Judy, thanks for thanks for that. one 877 we're looking for engagement stories. Have you got one? I'm going to go to Brett in Regina. Thanks for calling in. What's your story, Brett? Okay, so I was dating my wife for a very long time. I had everyone asking me about when's the ring coming, what's going on. So we finally booked a trip to Florida, and Harry Potter is her favorite thing in the world. So I had this big, grand plan to propose to her at Universal Studios in front of the Hogwarts Castle. Well, <laughs> get this, get this, Evan. We go on the ride and we come through the queue, and as we're walking in front of the castle, suddenly there's this giant crowd of people, and a bunch of people are shooing us to the side, and a woman goes, he's proposing! (laughs) You are kidding me! And I look, and there's someone who stole my my move, proposing to his girlfriend right in front of the castle, and then my wife says to my face, well, that's embarrassing, and I just went, yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. so I'm in panic mode because I was like, it is happening today. By the way, I, I, word of advice, don't take an engagement ring to an amusement park. I was checking on that thing every five minutes in my backpack, in my pocket, you name it. I finally had to come up with a new plan, and I ended up proposing to her back at our hotel, and I found a clever way to do it. But, yeah, um, that was definitely a moment that almost so, blew up in my face. I'm curious to know her reaction when you told her the story. Did she believe you? Oh, we laughed so hard. I gave her I gave her the full rundown. There was hell trying to get the ring. There was a long, fun story leading up to that day. So after I did it, then I told her everything, and we just had a good laugh. I love it, Brett. Thanks so much for calling in and for sharing that. one 332 8255 We're looking for 
Engagement stories. How did your proposal go down? How did the question get popped? Lots of uh, messages that were uh, coming in here. Benita sent one in saying, Before we hit three months, I bought a very nice wooden watch, and it had Will You Marry Me engraved on the back of it. On our three-month anniversary, I proposed to him in a restaurant over dessert. It was a total surprise, and he said yes. Well, that's good news. That's good. And after three months, like you knew, Benita, there was no messing around. You knew that he was the one. One eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. We are looking for proposal stories. Have you got one that you would love to share? I'd love to hear it. Give us a call. I'm going to go to John in Mesa, Arizona. You are literally in Mesa listening to this show, John. I love it. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. That's good. What's your story? The proposal went great. I took my girlfriend to a ballet, came home. I proposed to her. It was what happened after that. We went to her mom and dad's. We walked in. We told them we're getting married. My mother, mother-in-law said, oh, maybe I should send you to a convent in France. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the family, John. Yeah, well, 47 <laughs> years ago, that was it. Oh, we're my gosh. Together. That is that is good news. And what's the weather like? Make us jealous. What's the weather like right now in Mesa? It is beautiful. <laughs> well, it's I always appreciate You're a regular texter, John, so I appreciate the fact you listen in. Thanks for calling in. one 332 8255 We're looking for stories about proposals. And George is on the line from St. Wahlberg. George, thanks for calling in. What's your story? Well, I was executive officer of a destroyer, and we came back from deployment. We'd been gone for six months. When we got home, one of my men, a leading seaman, was working down in the boiler room and couldn't leave to uh, meet his uh, girlfriend on the upper deck. So he asked me if I would propose to her. And I did it. Okay, whoa, 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 George, you proposed on his behalf. Exactly. Oh, wow. My wife standing beside me. And I had never met this young lady. And, of course, I had spent considerable time with the young man because we'd been around the world. We'd sailed uh, for six months at that time and gone right around the world. So, like I said, he was working. She came on board. I identified who she was. There were maybe seven, 800 people in hearing range. And I said, hey, would you like to marry so-and-so? I'm asking on his behalf. And she cried, and I gave her the ring. Oh, my gosh. That is a great story, George. I love it. And they're married and happily ever after. Absolutely. Now, I retired to St. Wahlberg, Saskatchewan, after uh, having been gone for 47 years. And uh, last summer, they stopped by the house and had coffee with us. And I think that was their 25th anniversary, maybe 26, something Mm. like that. Love it. That's such a good story, George. Thank you. uh, Thank you very much for uh, calling in. And thanks for your thanks for your service as well, George. 
More than welcome. 1-877-332-8255. Texts are coming in as well. Nancy messaged her son had a very memorable experience. He proposed on the, basically on the top of a mountain. Well, that's all right. That's pretty, that is pretty memorable for sure. And no doubt some good pictures. You see these too when you're, if you go on social media, it's the thing to do now is to have it all set up and record your proposal. Some people do it themselves, hide their phone. Others like literally have a camera crew there and all of the friends and the potential bridesmaids and everybody's in on it. Some pretty elaborate stories. And we would love to hear yours. one 332 8255 Is it romantic? Is it thoughtful? Is it unique? It's engagement stories that we're wanting to hear. And uh, let's go to the line in Regina. What's the story? Hi there. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I didn't get proposed to at the top of a mountain or anything, but um, I basically called my boyfriend's bluff and just kind of said, yeah, you're never going to propose. And we decided to go to the Dairy Queen on Park Street for the drive-thru. And uh, he called my bluff and uh, (laughs) drove to his house and proposed in the middle of his living room okay okay can we just stop for a second so you basically were proposed to in the drive-through of a dairy queen (laughs) i guess essentially you can say that i mean you knew i loved ice cream but it's not the most romantic wow that is uh that is exciting okay well we'll we'll see you at home for supper Happy Valentine's Day. I love you. Bye-bye. Love you, too. Jody. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. I'll never live that down. We literally were. That's exactly, this is exactly the story. I think we were at a baseball game, and we've been dating for quite a while. And after the ball game, she wants ice cream. So we go through the drive through and for some reason, while we're waiting to get our ice cream, she basically starts basically kind of egging me on saying it's not going to happen. So I decided I'd call her bluff. We drove to my house where I had the ring nestled in the linen closet. <laughs> and uh, there you go. That's how it happened. And Jody just laid it out there for the entire province to hear. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. one 332 Jerry in Saskatoon. Thanks for calling in. Have you got an engagement story for us? Yes, I do. Um, uh, back in 1989, I went to propose to my now wife, still wife. Um, I always told her that I was going to get her a ring in a Cracker Jack box. <laughs> and so it was a Friday night. I was done work, and I was putting payments on this ring. We were quite young, and um, I hunted around the city to find a box of Cracker Jacks to stuff this ring in. And we were going out to my parents' place that weekend, so I pretended that I was stopping to buy a box of Cracker Jacks at a convenience store on the way out of Saskatoon. Um, anyways, um, I came out to the car. I went into the store, and I stuffed this, pretended I got this Cracker Jacks, and I pulled out of my the bag this box of Cracker Jacks. So anyways, I started taking off down the road, and she opens up the Cracker Jacks, finds this box, opens it up. She's all excited. And basically at that moment, a car ran a stop sign, and I T-boned it. Oh, no! Oh, so, no, Jerry! <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it wasn't even my fault. The oh, my gosh. Across. 
And yes. <laughs> and so were, were you okay? Her, pardon me? Were you guys okay? Was okay. By the time I got the ring on her finger, it was probably in the back of the cop car giving a statement. <laughs> oh that so, is memorable married. with a twist that no one saw coming. We're still married and two kids, wonderful kids and two wonderful grandkids. I love it. That's such yeah. a good story, Jerry. I love it a bit. Thank you very much for sharing. It is Valentine's Day and we are opening up the phone lines for your engagement stories. There's some good ones out there. Each one is unique. Each one is very customized to you. Maybe it's your son or daughter that has an engagement story that you would like to share on their behalf. Phone lines are open for you. We're going to take a break, but we are going to come back with more engagement stories on Valentine's Day right here on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. It's engagement stories on Valentine's Day, and there's some good ones out there. one 332 8255 I haven't even got to a lot of the texts. Uh, no name on this one, but it was May a few years back, the text says. We were working in the pasture fixing fence, and I asked the question. She real. She told me to, well, she said no, let's put it that way, and then realized I was serious and said yes. So in the pasture, fixing fence, got engaged. What's your story? one 332 8255 Let's go to Harold in Regina. Thanks for calling in, Harold. What's your engagement story? Well, it's uh, 59 years ago that uh, we were at Carrot River, and so it was a moonlit night, and I went to the uh, uh, lane where my wife used to live, like uh, the farm, and the cows came out at uh, the pasture and watched us get engaged. So, and uh, we'll be married uh, 59 years in July. Harold, so, that yeah. is a romantic story. You painted the picture so beautifully. It was a moonlit night. You're in Carrot River at the end of the lane, the cows leaning over the fence to watch the proposal. She said yes, 59 years later, still happily married. Yes, absolutely. Well, Harold, thank you so much. I hope you have a great Valentine's Day. That's what it's all about. The love is in the air. one 332 8255 Some good responses on uh, Facebook last night. Amy texted in from Warman said, our engagement is a classic Saskatchewan story. It was game day at Taylor Field. My husband was ready to propose after the first rider touchdown of the game, which didn't happen until late in the third. I couldn't figure out why my hubby was so nervous. He was worried that they weren't going to score at all, and then his plan would have been a complete fail, but they did. Third quarter, touchdown riders, and Amy's husband is on his knee in the stands. At Taylor Field, that's where the engagement happened. Thanks for texting in. one 332 8255 John and Kindersley had the ring, decided to put it in a Kinder Surprise egg, but she was in a bad mood. I gave her the chocolate egg to help cheer her up. She ate the chocolate, but didn't open the plastic egg with the ring inside. I'd already eaten mine. I put my little toy together. I told her she should, too. She said she didn't want to. She was grumpy. Finally, she opened it up, shocked, and said yes. Great engagement stories. I'm going to get to a few more texts. If you haven't had a chance to call in after lunch, we'll take a few more calls, too. This is a great way to ease out of the day. 
We're talking engagement stories on Valentine's Day right here on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME. Well, there you go. That'll put you in a Valentine's mood. Little Lionel Richie and Diana Ross for you on Valentine's Day. Thanks so much for listening in. We've been uh, chatting. We, I mean, there's, all, there's, there's so much opportunity to talk about the serious stuff, which we do. Arrive can. We talked about Charlie Angus's NDP bill, which basically criminalizes anyone who wants to promote oil and gas. We talk about that. We talk about teachers. But every once in a while, it's good to have something that's a little bit more light as a topic. And so we thought for Valentine's Day, why don't we open it up for a discussion on engagements, which is exactly what we're doing. one 332 8255 Have you got an engagement story that you would like to share? Like William and Esteban, who texted in and said, after five years with my girlfriend, we went out for a walk. We took the cats with us on the edge of the valley. And so with a cat on my shoulder, I proposed to my wife. There you go. And it worked. one 332 8255 Miguel and Regina, today is my one-year anniversary. One-year engagement anniversary, Miguel says. I proposed after Valentine's dinner at the Hotel Sask in Regina, just outside the building, across the park. We went to high school together. We've always been good friends. We didn't even realize it, but we played community soccer together when we were five years old and went to the same elementary school for kindergarten. And they are together now for four years. Today is the one-year anniversary of their engagement. So, Miguel, congratulations, and thanks so much. This text makes me feel a little bit better because you you heard my wife called in there just before lunch to remind me that I basically proposed in the Dairy Queen drive through Well, Cliff says he proposed to Donna at the A&W on 22nd Street West in Saskatoon 52 years ago. Three kids, eight grandchildren, happily ever after. So there you go. It can happen at a fast food joint. one 332 8255 All right, let's go to Brent in Saskatoon. Brent, thanks for calling in. What's your engagement story today? Well, a couple, about seven years ago, we took a vacation to Dominican over New Year's, and we were there for New Year's Eve. And after the New Year's Eve party was over, we went back to our room, and my uh, wife now comes out with this little box, and she puts this ring on my finger and says, Will you marry me? And I went, Holy, I said, so now what, hon? And she goes, the rest is up to you. <laughs> so uh, three years later, uh, we were on a cruise, and I surprised her by having the captain marry us on the ship. Oh, my gosh, I love it. That's a great story. And she, of course, did not expect that, I'm guessing. No, it was uh, it was pull out the Kleenexes as we walked in. <laughs> Well, that's so good. Thanks for sharing your story, Brent. Appreciate it. one 332 8255 Happy to hear your engagement story. Terry from Lloydminster texted in, said when he was a kid, he's out shopping with his mom. She gives him a quarter to put it in one of the vending machines. You know, the sh- machines you get a, you know, one of those little plastic things comes out and there's a toy in it or whatever. He got a blue ring. So he goes to class the next day. They're doing paper mache. And he basically gives the blue ring to his crush in school and says, will you marry me? She kind of laughed, gave him a little kiss on the cheek. Ooh. Twelve years later, he gives her a real ring, a diamond ring. Now they've celebrated their 29th anniversary. And by the way, they still have the plastic ring from the vending machine. 
That is a sweet story. One eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. It's uh, it's your stories we're looking for. It's the story of of your engagement, Neil and Melville. What have you got for me? Hey, Evan. Uh, I don't know how uh, redneck we want to go here. But, uh, <laughs> well, hey, everybody's story is important to them, Neil. That's what we're wanting to hear. <laughs> my wife and I met uh, 10 years ago, married for five now. Uh, she's uh, she's a horse person, so we spend a lot of time uh, stocking square bales and stuff on the top of the barn. And uh, naturally, that's all we're doing up there. Uh, <laughs> naturally, of course, Neil. <laughs> long story short. Uh, we had a, a six-month-old child, and, and uh, I want to do something first. So I, we have a quad uh, shelter that uh, there's one of those folding tent things. So I brought it up to the top of the barn and made kind of a restaurant atmosphere. Brought a barbecue up there, made some supper and stuff, and that, he was in his uh, car or his uh, high chair beside us. But I had the I uh, had the ring tied around a little string on his neck. So in the corner of the barn, I made a. Uh, a uh, king's chair type thing out of bales, square bales. And so I sat her down, and as per the kind of Lion King thing, I handed her my son with the ring around his neck. Oh, my gosh. And asked her to... <laughs> Neil, that is a great story. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I think that is so cool. She must have been blown away. Yeah, I think, well, she kind of thinks she kind of had an idea when I had a bunch of white christmas places <laughs> up around the top of the hip roof but oh, yeah, so that's, that's, uh, yeah that's my story it's a great story neil and i appreciate you calling in and sharing it one 332 let's go to calvin and warman we're looking for proposal or engagement stories what is yours calvin well mine was i was dating this young lady and we liked the golf so i thought what better place to ask her to marry me on the golf course so i got everything ready we went out to the first it was the holiday park golf course um, of course, you're not going to do it the first, second hole. That's way too soon. You probably won't finish the game anyway. So I waited till a little bit later on in the game. But I realized shortly after the first hole that uh, my girlfriend was not having a good golf day. And <laughs> she every, wasn't in the best mood. No, every hole she she grew more and more angrier and was cussing more and more than I could possibly imagine. And a whole different person was kind of being revealed here. <laughs> And so we got into about the sixth and seventh hole, and I'm thinking to myself, I got it. There's got to be an opportunity here, but it just was not presenting itself. And so finally, we were at the ninth tee box, and I figured, okay, it's, it's got to get better. Like one more hole here, green, the ninth green. And so I waited till the ninth green, and she still hadn't calmed down. And uh, I asked her to marry me anyway, but uh, long story short, is it never worked out. <laughs> we never did get married. She accepted the engagement, but we never did get married. I probably knew that it probably wouldn't. But to this terrible. day, you blame the golf game, don't you, Calvin? I, I blame the golf game. <laughs> well, I appreciate you calling in and sharing that. Hey, that's all right. Share those stories, too. one 332 I think I saw someone on the uh, on the text line that had a, yeah, a golf story. Ray from Saskatoon said that I knew from our first date I was going to marry this gal. We golfed fairly regularly, so I special ordered some golf balls that said, Will you marry me? We went camping at Meadow Lake, went for a round of golf. We putted out. I grabbed both balls and I switched hers. Of course, she takes a look at it. She says, yes, a decade later, we're still married. So Ray and Saskatoon proved. While Calvin's story didn't have a happy ending, <laughs> it was a sad, angry golf game 
that led to a yes that turned out to a never. Ray, on the other hand, he got a yes, and it's been happily ever after a decade later. So thanks for sharing that. one 332 8255 Hey, you know, a lot of people were speculating that Jason Kelsey, sorry, Travis Kelsey was going to propose to Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. It didn't happen, obviously. But Jason Kelsey, his brother, who was there, they have a podcast. I don't know if you get a chance to check it out. It's hilarious. They are they have a great chemistry. I find it quite entertaining to watch. So the Kelsey boys are talking on their podcast, and one day they decide to have Jason's wife, Kylie, join them on the podcast so that they can share the proposal story, which I think was it was interesting. I was trying to do this because I wanted to get it done before training camp. And I wanted to be engaged. We were, we were already a week into training camp. So there were some scheduling reasons. I couldn't figure out how to inconspicuously go back into the house. Because, like, if I went in there, I was like, hey, I got to go talk to your dad for a second. It would have been very odd of me to say that. You said I have to go to the bathroom. And I, gotta... I was like, great. Go in because we're not turning back around. And he went inside. He was only in there for maybe two minutes. Yeah. And he came back out. And I said to him, Jason, go back in there and go to the bathroom. It usually takes you 20 minutes. Yeah. That was not long enough, and we are not turning around. And then he started crying. And then he said, this is, said, not, this the is not the most romantic way to do this. But can you get out of the truck? But the whole thing was just a ploy. <laughs> Got her. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Can you excuse me for a second? I like it. It's a funny, uh, it's a funny story. If you watch the whole story, uh, how Jason Kelsey proposed to his wife, Kylie, um, they get a kick out of it. There is no doubt. If it happens where Travis proposes to Taylor Swift, it's going to be all over the internet. I know that. one 332 8255 I think we've got time for another call. Let's go to Carol in Indian Head. Thanks for calling in. Carol, what's your story? Hi, Evan. My story is my husband proposed to me in his 1970s duster. Mm. I was 17. He was 21 got married when I was 18, he was 22, and we almost made 43 years before he passed. Oh my gosh, that is quite a story, Carol. First of all, I love the car, the duster, right? <laughs> and you had an older fella in your life, he was a couple years older than you, good for you. And uh, did you live your life in Indian Head? Is, our, is that where you've, you've oh, spent no, most of your went, life? We, uh, we got married in Indian Head, uh, left... Went to St. Luda, Kipling, LaRange, Regina, Pilot Butte, Delmany, oh. and then it was time to retire, so we came back oh, here. Well, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss of your husband, Carol, but I'm sure there's beautiful memories, and I love that you called in to share one with us today, and thank you so much for listening. It's been, hey, this has been good, right? This is a nice way to end the day. Let's get some romantic stories on the radio. It's Valentine's Day, which reminds me. Better get out and get some stuff here once I get off the air. You, you already heard my embarrassingly boring engagement story. Bad enough. Appreciate all the calls, everyone that was willing to to share their stories. And uh, we didn't even get to all of the, the text messages either. So, But but thanks to everybody that, that did weigh in on this. It's a great way to, to remind ourselves about the importance of love and relationships and proposals. And yes, my young friend Chance, who's helping me out in the tech booth today, this could happen to you someday.
<laughs> You're listening to 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Well, we made it through. It's been uh, a full morning. Lots of great discussions that we've had today. The last little bit we've been wrapping up with some engagements and proposal stories. I didn't get to this one, but I but I want to throw it out there. Lexi from Saskatoon texted it in. Uh, her husband actually threw her engagement ring at her. They were living in Victoria. He'd gone home to Cranbrook to see his family. His mom texted and said, okay, he's left. He's on his way back. And by the way, I've sent some Avon products with him to give to you. So they're together at his apartment. He says, I have something for you. And she says, yes, I know your mom told me. He assumed she meant that his mom told about the engagement ring. And he was so ticked off, he threw it at her. The whole time, she thought it was Avon. <laughs> hey, they've been married for 53, 53 years. So things worked out okay. Lexi, thanks for thanks for sharing that. By the way, she adds at the end of it, the best part of the story is he actually won the engagement ring in a sales contest. <laughs> so, I mean, all in all, that worked out pretty good. Appreciate everyone that uh, texted in, called in on that. You know, here's something we didn't talk about, but you know that Jamie and I will be all over this again. They talked about it yesterday on the Green Zone, but the Riders are putting together a team. People are getting pumped up about the rider season. A.J. Olette is the running back that people are excited about. He's one of many that signed through free agency. Jamarcus Hardrick, Hardrick, Hardrick Jameer Thurman, Malik Carney, Jalen Edwards Cooper. Of course, they've got the Herdman Reed brothers. They re-signed Justin, who has been part of the team now for a few years. Now they've brought in brother Jordan. So we're putting the team together. And by the way, A.J. Ouellette, if you didn't hear, he's going to be at the Ryder store later today. They've already got green Ryder-themed Thor hammers for him. That's kind of his thing. They're flying off the shelf. A.J. Ouellette is going to be there between 5 and 6.30 today. So if you're interested in meeting him and buying a Thor Ryder hammer, you can do that uh, at the Ryder store today. And, of course, Jamie and I in the Green Zone will be talking about this, no doubt, on their show today. Well, tomorrow's show is planned and ready to go. Today we talked a fair bit about the teachers. We had STF President Samantha Beacott on. We had the Education Minister Jeremy Cockrell on the show. And then we had lots of calls from you. Of course, they have talks have broken down at the bargaining table. Things are not good. In fact, we're going to see the rotating strike action continue. Prince Albert and North Battleford will be affected by that on Friday. And the entire province... The last day before the reading break for Saskatchewan schools, on Friday there will be no lunch hour supervision. So you better make alternate plans. No doubt each school division will be in touch with parents and families as to what that looks like. Because if you remember last time, even though they didn't end up going through with it, uh, it was handled very differently depending what part of the province you're in. So we'll be checking into that. I mentioned earlier, we're going to talk about the new emergency shelter that is planned for Sutherland in Saskatoon. People are not happy about that. City Councillor Darren Hill will join me to talk about that. The Justice Minister, Bronwyn Eyre, will be on the show. We're going to uh, continue the discussion we had on domestic violence and focus on some of the investments the province has made to try and curb this issue, which is the worst in Saskatchewan compared to anywhere in Canada. That and a whole lot more tomorrow right here on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.